The Productive Woman, Episode 440. Hello and welcome to this episode of The Productive Woman. My name is Laura McClellan and this is a podcast about productivity for busy women. My goal is to help you find the tools and encouragement you need to manage your time, life, stress, and stuff so you can accomplish the things you care about most and make a life that matters. Well, welcome and thank you so much for joining me. In this episode, we're going to talk about a really kind of fundamental concept of productivity, getting things done. You'll find more information and links to some resources I can recommend in the show notes for this episode at theproductivewoman.com slash 440. Okay, so when I was working on last week's episode about getting things done when you don't feel like it, I kept thinking about the meaning of getting things done in the productivity space, or, or at least a significant meaning of that phrase. Obviously, getting things done is a generic phrase that we all use to talk about, you know, getting things done, doing the things that we need or want to do, checking things off the list. And obviously, productivity is more than that, but that's a kind of a fundamental concept, isn't it? But in the productivity industry, for lack of a better term, getting things done has another more specific implication, which is a reference to the productivity approach developed by David Allen in his book by that name. In many ways, Allen's system, often referred to as GTD for getting things done, forms kind of a foundation to most other approaches to productivity to the methods, the systems, and the tools that have developed over the years for facilitating our productivity. Now, I tend to think that anybody who listens to this podcast probably knows about that, knows specifically about David Allen's book, Getting Things Done. But a couple of things came to mind this week, and that is, first of all, it might not be the case. Maybe you haven't heard. Maybe you found this podcast at the beginning of your search for ways to be more productive and you haven't yet dug into the books that have been written and all that sort of thing. And maybe you haven't yet heard about Alan's system and how it works. On the other hand, even for those of us who know about it, it never hurts to revisit those things we've learned in the past. So In any event, I thought it made sense this week to do kind of a quick review of what the GTD method or approach actually consists of, and maybe a few thoughts on implementing it in your own life. So let's dig into that. As a broad background to the discussion, Getting Things Done, or GTD, is a productivity system that was developed by David Allen that helps you capture, clarify, organize, reflect, and engage with tasks effectively. So it's specifically about getting things done, getting tasks done. And reading his book, Getting Things Done, can be a great place to start in understanding the method. He goes into great detail, gives lots of illustrations of how to implement it and and the kind of the philosophy behind it. So I recommend the book if you haven't read it, or if you have read it and it's been a long time, it might be worthwhile to to take another look at it just for as a review. The GTD method 
aims to help individuals effectively manage their tasks and their responsibilities, ultimately thereby increasing productivity and reducing stress in your life. And so we're going to talk very briefly about the basic principles of the GTD system and some ideas on how you can implement them in your own approach to making a meaningfully productive life. And so there are kind of five basic steps. I've already mentioned them and we'll talk about them just a little bit here. Uh, The first step in the GTD system is to capture everything. And by that, he talks about writing down all your tasks, ideas that come to you, commitments as they come to mind in a notebook or in an app. It's just that simple. Don't try to hold anything in your head. And we've talked about that often on this podcast. If there's only one thing I can suggest to someone who wants to make their life maybe a little more productive, however they might define that, it is this step, writing down everything. Don't try to hold anything in your head by putting things on paper or in an app, writing it down, capturing it. It prevents you from forgetting important tasks and helps reduce stress by decluttering your mind. You're not distracted by your mind, your brain trying to hold on to and remember a task that you thought of or an idea you had. I can't tell you the number of times I've had a a good idea, what I thought was a good idea for a podcast episode or an article or something. And I didn't write it down because I thought, oh, I will never forget this. This is such a good idea. And by the time I got to where I could work on it, I'd completely forgotten what it was. And so I try never to do that anymore. I try to keep a notebook handy or use an an app in my phone or whatever it takes to capture when I have an idea or a, a task that I need to do, a phone call I need to make, whatever it might be. Because our minds otherwise try to hold on to those things and it creates more of a distraction and more stress. And so part of this is doing what he calls mind sweeps, uh, conducting regular mind sweeps to identify any outstanding tasks or ideas or commitments that might not have been captured. And there, in the book, he goes into detail about ways to do this and kind of a, a, a system for, for doing this so that you do capture everything. But the the practice of doing this, doing these mind sweeps and just sitting down and writing down everything that's on your mind, things you need to do or want to do or want to remember, helps ensure that your system remains up to date and comprehensive. And a big part of what Alan talks about in the book and, and a big part of this system is by creating a trusted system, a place where your brain knows you will capture everything and it's always going to be current and up to date, you can relax and focus on things that are more important to you. So as part of this process of capturing that he goes into in more detail in the book, he talks about the two-minute rule. So when you think of a task, he says, you know, if it's going to take less than two minutes to complete, just do it instead of adding it to your list. This helps keep your task lists clutter-free and allows you to make progress on simple tasks without delay. And I think this is a great idea with a caveat that if you are in the midst of working on something difficult, and we talked about this last week and we've talked about it other times, don't let this become a technique or an excuse for procrastinating on something that you're meaning to do at the moment. 
That is when you sit down to work on a particular task, we shouldn't necessarily be jumping up every time we think of something else we need to do that only would take two minutes or less. Instead, uh, in that circumstance, I'd say have that pad of paper nearby or a note card or something. Just jot a quick note so that you know you won't forget it and then get back to the task at hand. But outside of that scenario, I do agree with his idea of when a task comes to mind, it, it might be something as simple as you're walking through your house and you see something out of place that needs to be put somewhere else, grab it and take care of it right then rather than you know stopping and putting on your list to come back later and put, pick that thing up and, and take it where it belongs. So capturing your tasks, your commitments, your ideas, all information that is important to retain is a key and, and starting point for the GTD system. And there are lots of tools that you can use for capturing. But to successfully capture everything, you need to choose tools that are going to work best for you. So some people prefer a physical notebook, while others opt for digital tools like note-taking apps, such as Apple Notes or Evernote or Google Keep, or a task management app like Todoist or Trello or OmniFocus, and so many others. There are tons of them out there. We've done episodes in the past kind of looking at these different tools, and we can do that again if that's something you think would be helpful to you. If you'd like me to do another episode kind of going through the different capturing tools and and evaluating them, send me a quick email at feedback at theproductivewoman.com, and I'll put that on the schedule. The the bottom line is it's essential to have a capture tool readily available to you that you will actually use to quickly capture those tasks and ideas as they arise. So that's the first step or the first component of the GTD system. The next component is to clarify your tasks. So first you capture them, then you clarify them. Once you've captured everything, you clarify each item by asking yourself, what is the outcome I want to achieve here? And the the second question, what is the next action needed to move this forward? These two questions can help you break down big projects into smaller, manageable tasks, things that you can actually accomplish. And I really like Uh, these two questions in terms of evaluating and clarifying the things that you've put into your capture system. Uh, What is the outcome I want to achieve? You know, why am I doing this thing? Why is this on the list? What outcome am I looking for? And again, when you've got something that's bigger than just, you know, uh, pick this thing up and move it from where it is to where it belongs, if you've got something bigger, asking yourself, what is the next action I need to take to move this forward? That creates an actual task that you can put on the list and helps you, as, as I said, break the, the bigger projects down into manageable tasks. On this concept of clarifying your tasks, the GTD system, uh, Alan encourages us to process all incoming items like emails, notes, messages, and so on to maintain an empty inbox. Uh, You know, people refer to the concept of inbox zero. And that can be a, a really, I mean, it's a great goal, I guess, but it can be really frustrating to a lot of us because for many of us, we have so much information coming at us all the time and so many communications constantly coming in, email, 
for work, email for private, you know, our private email, text messages, mail, all those things. There's so much of it these days that a truly empty inbox might not be realistic. But even if that's the case, and despite that fact, by regularly processing your inbox, you can at least ensure that important tasks are captured, assigned to the appropriate list, and prioritized. And there you're going to be paying attention to the things that matter, even if you don't ever get to inbox zero, as they talk about. So having a system in place to capture these things, to clarify them, to process them regularly is so important. So again, component one is to capture everything. The next component is to clarify things, asking those important questions. The third component of the GTD system is to organize your tasks. And so his approach is to encourage us to categorize our tasks into different lists based on their priority, context, and due date. Uh, And in his system, in the GTD system, you can also create separate lists for personal and professional tasks, or you can use tags or labels to differentiate between them. If you're using a digital system like OmniFocus or Todoist or any of these other digital task management apps, they all have the ability to assign tags or labels to different kinds of tasks so that if you want to see just all your personal tasks, for instance, you can see them that way, or all your professional tasks, or all your emails. There's different ways of sorting them and organizing them. Uh, For instance, uh, GTD often encourages organizing tasks by context, such as location, or the tools required, or the people involved. So examples of context might be at home. So you're going to have a list of things that you can do when you're at home or at office or at computer or phone calls or errands. If you can sort your master list by just the things that that you've tagged as as being errands, the things that you need to get in your car and go somewhere to, to do, then you can see them all. You can organize your time in such a way as to take care of several of them at once instead of running around in a kind of disorganized fashion and wasting time. So using context-based lists can be really valuable. It's easy to do in most of the digital task managers. If you're doing it by pen and paper, maybe you've, you know, done the brainstorming, you've uh, sorted through and clarified all these things, and you just have one big, long master list that has everything from phone calls for work to an email you need to send for a, a family event to some errands you need to run, to something you need to clean in the house, you know, just everything all mixed in together. And maybe you'll want to pull out and reorganize that bigger list into context-based lists, like just the list of things off of there that you can do at home or at the office or running errands. It sounds more complicated than it is. And it is, I think this piece of of organizing your tasks, this piece of the GTD system is a little bit easier to do in a digital task manager because if you can tag them as you put them in, 
then it's a matter of pushing a button to have the list sorted and just show you the, the things in one context. But by organizing tasks by context, you can efficiently tackle those tasks based on your current situation or environment. So if you're sitting at your computer, you can see everything that needs to be done at the computer and you can take care of it all at once. So that's the idea there. Other kinds of lists that the GTD system advocates for are like project lists. So for larger goals or projects that have multiple steps, uh, they suggest creating separate project lists that outline all the tasks that are required to complete that project. So you break down each project into those smaller tasks or actions, list those, and that makes it easier to manage and complete because you can't do the whole project at once, but you can pick off the, the smaller tasks that you have the time, energy, and tools for at any given time. The GTD system doesn't explicitly focus on prioritization. So it's, it's not the sort of, you know, A, B, C, one, two, three kind of prioritization of your tasks. But it is important to identify tasks with higher importance or higher urgency. So importance and urgency are not necessarily the same thing, right? Urgency means uh, it's more pressing, it's more time sensitive, that sort of thing. And things that are urgent might not be important. And so since the GTD system doesn't really explicitly kind of address how to do that or that you, you should do that, you can prioritize tasks using other tools such as the Eisenhower matrix, which I'll put a link in the show notes to uh, something that describes that. It's basically, it puts things into four quadrants, either urgent and important not urgent, but important, urgent, but not important, not urgent and not important. Or you can simply assign priority levels like high priority, medium and low. But however it is, it's, uh, it's about organizing your tasks. And this is a, a, an important component of the GTD system. The fourth component, the fourth piece of the GTD system is to reflect and review on your lists and your tasks, all these things you've captured, that you've clarified, that you've organized, you need to regularly review those to make sure that you're staying on track and getting things done in a timely way and in kind of in the order of priority, I guess. So a weekly review is really a crucial part of the GTD system because it helps you to stay on top of your commitments and maintain focus. You can make this a part of your weekly routine simply by choosing an appropriate day and time that you're going to do it and you're going to spend, you know, 30 minutes or 15 minutes, whatever you can spare to review your list, make sure that you're making progress in the areas that you want to be making progress in and checking things off, removing things and that sort of thing. Uh, put it on your calendar and make that part of your routine that you're looking back at this system because it, while capturing is the one thing that I try to tell everybody, write it down, write it down, write it down. That is like the threshold piece of this system or any other. But if you never look at the list that you've made, uh, you're, you're probably not going to make much progress. So building into your, your routine, your weekly routine to Take time to look back at what you've done and make sure that you're still 
on track for accomplishing what you want to accomplish is really important. And then the fifth component of the GTD system is to engage with those tasks and take action on them. So once you have captured them, you've clarified, you've organized, and you've reflected on your tasks, it's important to then engage and take action on them, to actually do the stuff. That's how we get things done. All of these previous steps are setting it up to make it easier for you to get the things done, to actually take the actions and take actions with intention and with purpose that you've thought through and that you are meaningful to you. And so you've got to take action if you're going to get anything done. So when you are ready to take action, you select the appropriate task from your list based on your context, where you are, what time you have available, what energy level you have, and you start working on it. And that's the, you know, the, the goal of all of this is to be able to take action on purpose and with intention on the things that matter most to you. And as part of engaging and taking action, I would say a piece of that is delegation and collaboration. GTD can help you identify tasks as you're doing that capturing and that clarifying and that organizing and that reflecting can help you identify tasks that can be delegated to other people or that require collaboration with somebody else. Maybe it's your spouse, maybe it's a coworker, your boss, whoever it might be. But collaborating with others can improve your efficiency and leverage the strength of your team, whether it's a household team or a business team. While delegating tasks allows you to focus on the higher priority or more strategic work. When you look at the things that are on your list, asking yourself, is this something only I can do, or am I the best person to do this, or is there someone else that could do this piece of it so that I can focus my time, my energy, and my attention on something that is higher priority or has more strategic value? So that, those are the basically the five components, the capturing, the clarifying, the organizing, the reflecting and reviewing, and the engaging and taking action. Those five components really define the GTD system. And as you can see, probably thinking about it, they underpin pretty much any other productivity system that's out there. So really quickly, a few general ideas or tips for implementing the GTD system into your own life. Uh, I, I thought I'd share a few of those. The first one is I would say to customize it. GTD is really a very flexible system that can be tailored to suit your preferences and your needs. So as you use the method, or, or frankly, any method or approach to productivity, to getting things done, evaluate what's working for you and what could use some tweaking. Customize the tools, the lists, the processes to make the method work for you. It's not about you making the method work perfectly, but that it needs to work for you. And so regularly fine tune your GTD process to maximize your productivity and your effectiveness. I think that's probably the most important thing to remember there. I, I just don't think there is any one system that's going to work perfectly for everybody. We all have different needs, different life stages, different personalities, everything about us is unique. And so we can take 
the concepts and the ideas that Alan outlines in his book for this system and tweak them and customize them to work for our needs. The second thing I would say about this is to remember that it's not just about work. As a woman, you probably have multiple roles and responsibilities in your personal and your professional life. And GTD can help you strike a balance or a better balance by managing your tasks efficiently and by helping you to set boundaries between different aspects of your life. The third thing I would say is to be sure to include self-care and personal development tasks in your GTD system. It shouldn't all be about, you know, getting those reports done for work or the, the laundry done at home or whatever those things are. It's important to include things, tasks in that system for yourself, for taking care of yourself, your body, mind, spirit, and soul. And this can help you maintain a healthier balance between work and life and, and all the things going on and ensure that you're investing time in yourself. You are your most important resource, your health, your, your health mentally, physically, spiritually, and in every way. And making sure that you're taking care of those things will help you to be more effective in all the other areas of your life. The fourth kind of general tip that I would suggest as you try to implement the GTD system into your own productivity routines is to keep in mind that successfully implementing it requires building new habits and routines. So be patient with yourself. Give yourself time to adjust to the system. Consistency is key, but but make changes incrementally instead of trying to completely overhaul your life all at once. And the, the fifth thing I would suggest is to find a supportive community. You can find ways to connect either online or in person with other women who share your interest in making a meaningfully productive life. And making those connections can make all the difference. Sharing experiences, tips, and challenges can be motivating and help you stay committed to improving your productivity if that is a goal for you. I guess final thoughts on all of this, GTD as outlined in the book, Getting Things Done by David Allen, is a comprehensive productivity system that he's very clear was designed to help individuals manage tasks and responsibilities more effectively. And I do think that by understanding and implementing the principles of the GTD method, you can increase your productivity, you can reduce stress and achieve a more satisfying work-life balance for yourself. I don't think you have to follow it slavishly and, you know, every little step that he outlines in the book. It's a very meticulously crafted system as he describes it in the book. And there's a whole lot of good stuff in there. Take the pieces that make sense to you, add things gradually and incrementally. That GTD system can, and I would say should, be adjusted to fit your needs and your preferences. So you can experiment with different tools and techniques to find what works best for you. And don't be afraid to make changes as you go along. And you will find a, a balance and an approach that works for you little by little 
to make a life that matters as you define it. So those are my thoughts on that. A quick review on what the GTD system is about and some ideas for how we can each implement it in our lives. I wonder what you think about this. Were you aware of the GTD system? Have you read the book? Um, how have you customized it to help you be productive in the senses that you want to be? Or do you have any questions about the system or elements of the system that you'd like me to address in future episodes? I would love to hear from you. And you can share your questions, your thoughts, your ideas, what's working for you, what's not, in the comments section of the show notes for this episode, which you will find at theproductivewoman.com slash 440. You can also post a comment or question on the Productive Woman Facebook page. Anybody can see that. Anyone can comment there. If you are a member of the Productive Woman Community Facebook group, that's a great place to continue this conversation. And if you're looking for like-minded women to maybe help you know, motivate and hold each other accountable and bounce ideas off of, that could be a great place to make those connections. So check it out there. As always, if you'd prefer to share your thoughts with me privately, you can do that by emailing your questions, comments, or suggestions to me at feedback at theproductivewoman.com. And as I said, I would love to hear from you. All right, that's it for this episode of The Productive Woman. Thank you so much for spending this time with me. I hope you felt like it was worthwhile. I hope you found something in it that sparked an idea or encouraged you in some way. I look forward to hearing from you on that point, And I look forward to talking with you again very soon. So until next time, remember, extend grace to each other and to yourself and go make your life matter.